15 tonight. We are going to reveal the nominations, at least the first of each category, of the most important voting period this year. In 2020, yeah. This year's 2020, yes. And I'm really excited about it. Did you have to second guess me at what year it was? I said this year, and then you said, I, yes, 2020. Yeah, yes, 2020 is the most important vote. And then you were like, hmm, let me see if I can argue with him about that. You're fucking insane. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. Oh, you brought in a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us as we can collect. That's right. We like to think, take a second. I always fuck that up. <laughs> I like to take a second to thank our friends over at Wallace Graveyard for sponsoring and- this week's episode. Sorry. And one six corner for sponsoring this week's episode. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, remember we talked Very about cool. it in uh, the Patreoni chat. They might be su- uh, supplying us a figure to give away. It's a little top secret right now. We're dotting the eyes and crossing the T. Yeah, but I didn't know that was this week's episode, especially. Oh, it is, my friend. Crossing it is. the eyes. And tr- we have, <laughs> uh, we have a great show planned for you. We have uh, a little bit of news, a little bit to talk about. Obviously, we let in with the CW Awards. We have our first nominations that we're revealing today. And Dean and I watched a movie this week, and we're definitely going to talk about it. Before we get into all that, Dean, we have to kick it off with the world's favorite podcast segment. Yeah, are you ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what'd you get new this week? I only got one thing. Um, I, We had pre-ordered it forever ago. I mean, you could tell me for sure when it was but the demoniacal fit tenacious marshalist yes um quite the name yeah it's kind of silly um it finally got released and shipped and it's okay (laughs) (laughs) it's a goku with the battle damage shirt shorts uh comes with the super saiyan blue and the first form uh what do you call it ultra instinct sign ultra instinct say it again ultra instinct sign or sin it's like it's like pre-ultra instinct okay okay so pre-mastered ultra instinct okay so i put that head on my extra awakening goku body looks oh nice uh the head this one in particular amazing okay um the paint app is crisp the sculpt is really well done. Uh, this one, the Super Saiyan Blue, the hair is like kind of it's okay. It's like the the actual mold is like clear, 
So mm-hmm. like there's some areas where the paint's not really that good. Uh, also, the face I was planning on using on this body had a big ass paint splotch on it from the hair, which is disappointing. You tried to remove it with like a Q-tip and some rubbing alcohol. No, that's a pretty good idea though. Um, yeah, I would recommend doing that. Also, it it's definitely a KO. Uh, KO you know, uh-huh. like some knockoffs are pretty good. You really can't tell. I've held demonical fits that are really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is not so much um especially for the price point i mean really it's almost the same as a real figure arts yeah um but i mean the sculpt is clean the articulation is good it's just like you could really feel the quality of the plastic and the joints aren't as good Uh oh dean i'm sorry did you say you just purchased a ko (laughs) oh (laughs) i'm busted busted dude they're fucking <laughs> knocking on your door right now dude <laughs> yeah um that being said this is a figure i really wanted uh the only other way to get this body is either custom making it which i don't know how to do paying somebody to do it which is expensive or buying the what what's the name of that one the, the event exclusive yeah the event exclusive goku which doesn't come with this head and it's like something like 200 bucks now well retails like 100 bucks after tax and shipping but yeah yeah. the aftermarket is quite high yeah so i'm pretty happy with it i wouldn't mind getting a second one um but dude how long ago did we pre-order this and then everything else that was announced after it came out and we were like dude what the where's this figure yeah so i think the reason for the delay is demonical fit saw that uh bandai was making the uh the basically the figure they were trying to make and so they changed this one to be the ultra instinct sign and ss blue version rather than just the ss blue version uh they also changed the the wear pattern to match the bandai one oh and i think that's true because it just it was just a blue shirt this one does have the little rib yeah exactly so i think they uh they did make some adjustments based on the event exclusive and i think they had to wait for that one to to get better photos to replicate it yeah well um i I love goku um i love this look of goku uh i really want a second one because the when he first becomes super saiyan like the first time he's wearing this exact outfit and it but isn't yeah. until much later in the fight that he loses his shirt yeah um which is weird because this body is that goku and i think he might have that look for like a scene like where his shirt's half ripped i think like yeah, a blast for goku. most of it it's fully ripped yeah um i think frieza shoots a laser beam at him and it gets half the shirt so he's just like sitting there with a ripped shirt and then he takes it off so mm-hmm. that was always a weird look to me that being said awakening goku is like one of my favorite figures of all time um it's just so well done um but I mean, I got a second head, which is great. I didn't have this look before. I just have the regular one that came with the actual Ultra Instinct Goku. Uh, he doesn't have a gigantic forehead, which is great. Awful. Um, yeah, I mean, all, all in all, pretty solid. It's just like, just a tad disappointing. But again, it's Goku. I'm going to buy it anyway. So it finally arrived. 
Yeah. And I, uh, I don't think I got anything else this week. I got my Calvin Candy from 1-6 Corner, and we'll talk about the amazing packaging job that they did on that figure a little later yeah. in the show. Uh, but uh, it, it's an okay figure. It's definitely not the greatest figure I've ever owned. Well, that it's also... KO2, is it? Oh, it is a KO, Dean. You know what that means, Dean. We got to call the figure police. And uh, so, it, I mean, it's, a, it's an okay figure, right? It's not like the greatest thing I've ever owned. Uh, the body is really weird, and I didn't realize that the Django was the same body. Uh, mm -hmm. It almost reminds me of like a Medicom body, not in terms of the height, but in terms of how thin the arms are. And I think it's because both the Django and the Calvin are wearing multiple layers of clothing. Yeah, a lot of layers. Yeah, so I think that's why it's really thin. Uh, the uh, the John Wick bodies like that too. The Hot Toys. Yeah, it's really weird. I could feel the joints in the arms. And uh, I was like, let me see what this body looks like on its own, and I I you know did a search for it, and yeah. it's it's very different. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, the sculpt is really good. The accessories are pretty good. Uh, it's a very okay figure, but it does complete the shelf and that's obviously important. Uh, I did also get at Walmart, the Mark five B Spartan, which, uh, I repainted and we'll talk about this on, uh, the joy of hobbying segment later in the show. Really good figure. Uh, really like it. I think I want to get another one. And, uh, I think on the second one that I get, I'm going to try dyeing the armor black instead of painting it black. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see how that goes. But, also, don't uh, remember to get a third one and do it for me. Oh, man. DA says, Fresca, no thank you, awful stuff. <laughs> True words never spoken. And I did get something, Dean. This was actually one of my most anticipated figures of 2020. Yeah, that's It's true. the Bandai Gengar model kit. And this model kit is fantastic. You can remove the tongue you get a smaller tongue that's not uh, like coming out. You can pop off the faceplate like that and get that horrifying look there. Oh, this is guts. And then you can pop on another faceplate and have a different look. That's cute. It's fantastic. This is like a super hard flex by Bandai. Like the, the how easy this thing was to build. I didn't use any tools. Um, I think I built this thing in maybe six minutes. In wow. fact, I was going to um, do a, joy of hobbying like a pre-recorded one and by the time i like just looked at the instructions and i was like this is going to take like it take me longer to set everything up to do that than just yeah. to build it yeah um i think i do want to get another one just to have the ability to display both options but i'm a huge fan of gengar and it's not often we get uh gengar with any articulation so this is this is a huge win for me in my book uh, i know when this was first um shown i wasn't sure they said it only had one sticker uh it actually has four so there's two on the bottom of the feet and then two for the eyes uh but yeah i mean this is a super cool kit super easy to build it's like a ten dollar kit really not uh really not anything too crazy price wise Dude, bandai makes hands down the best and easiest kits to put together i mean even the gundam kits which are super complicated somehow feel pretty effortless to do yeah um i know you i don't think you've i think you've built maybe one gundam kit since i've known you uh, i've uh, built three since i've known you um yeah not a fan though there's too many little baby parts yeah and like i said they're technically very complicated but like they, the instructions are so easy that it's like mm -hmm. oh i could do this um 
So very cool. I like that little Gengar. Dude, it's fantastic. Dude, now, when you said I got my Gengar model kit, I was like, what the hell's he? I thought for some reason I started thinking of Dengar. Oh. And I was like, I didn't even know he likes Dengar. Fuck Dengar, dude. That guy's the worst. <laughs> um, let's get into the news. Now, Hot Toys did oh, show yeah. off a teaser. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, a teaser for the quarter scale Mandalorian. This is obviously the season two look with the updated thigh armor, the Wait, new tracker. scale? Yeah, quarter scale. Look wow. at the bottom right of that photo there on the left. Um, and um, oh, yeah, so that's their quarter scale. And we knew this was coming, right? So this isn't a big surprise. Right. Uh, back when Sideshow showed off their Baby Yoda, Hot Toys announced that they were doing a one-to-one scale, quarter scale, six scale, and Cos Baby of this character. So right. not really a massive surprise by any means, but uh, it did take the collecting groups by storm. Hot Toys did also announce that they were doing one more six scale figure of the fan favorite bounty hunter as well as characters and vehicles from the return of the mandalorian uh so i am um, i mentioned this i'm trying to remember it was either last week or the week before but i i said that you know if, if unless you're dead set on having the best guard immediately i would wait until the end of season two and see if there's any accessories any armor bits, any weapons that are must-haves for you. And that way you don't have to buy three Mandalorians or at least minimum two. Um, I just think it's a better way uh, because at the end of the day, you could this season will be over before the second one is released. Right. right? So you have plenty of time to decide what you want more. Uh, But obviously June. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, so you have plenty of time, and I think that way you can make the most informed decision for your collection. Uh, our sponsors in the chat, Sean Furious, has hit them thumbs up. Yeah, if you guys can do that, that would be awesome. They did also show the Mandalorian Cos Baby bobblehead. So we have the Mandalorian and the Bantha, Mandalorian and the Jetpack, the Mountain Trooper, I believe, is on the top right, Mando and the Child, the Child in the Pram, and the Child in the new backpack. When I first saw these, I was like, Oh, okay, and then I saw the stormtrooper. I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with these Funko Pops?" And then I was like, "Oh, wait a minute, <laughs> those are Funko. Yeah. They're Cos babies. They uh, are Cos babies." I, I low key kind of want one, dude. Just the Mandalorian. They're cool. Yeah. So the Disney store in San Antonio has the Mando with the IG Eleven, but it's like a forty dollar thing. I'd I'd rather just buy a single one yeah. instead of buying two. Uh, but let's get into some figures. So Toys Era did show off their Green Goblin Deluxe and Regular. Uh, comes in at 228 for the Deluxe, 155 for the Regular, coming out Q1 2021. The difference between the Regular and the Deluxe is that the Deluxe has the, uh, what do you call it, the, the glider, glider, I guess? Yeah. Uh, but man, this is fucking awesome. So Toys Era at this point is doing Doc Ock and the Green Goblin I'm a huge fan of this decision. What is your thoughts, Dean? Dude, all we need is a proper Spider-Man, and this shit is fucking gold. Dude, can you imagine if Hot Toys announces a 2.0 red suit Toby to go with these amazing figures, and the world is just a better place in 2021? I feel like Hot Toys wouldn't do that just to spite Toys era. I mean, there's no reason for them to play ball. You know what I mean? Uh, um, if there's the new multiverse coming up, that could be a reason to play ball. That's true, but I mean, until that's like, I mean, they're a toy company, so maybe they have information that we don't, 
you know? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, they got to put R&D into these figures way before, you know, even the movies come out. So maybe they, they would know something. Um, that would be amazing for sure. I think Toys Era could just go ahead and do a Spider-Man. Uh, real quick, Dean, we have a code drop. Autumn Loses is the code for Sideshow for uh, Spooktacular. Uh, while we're inputting that, I will say this, Dean. Uh, obviously, Hot Toys could spite Toys Era by releasing their own or not releasing it at all. But you have to think like this release creates that hype for their release. I mm-hmm. think they could be in a symbiotic relationship. They could benefit from each other. And I'm kind of just talking out of my ass. I'm trying to get this code in. It's a $2 code, so it's actually pretty good. Shit, it, it's it's expired. Okay, so we missed yeah. the code. Uh, yeah, Danny says it, it already hit the usage limit. Uh, but I think this is a cool release. I think I'm excited to see how it turns out. I think Toy Zero is making some really, uh, really neat things in the Spider-Verse uh, stuff. So definitely good to see there. Now, 3-0 did show their six-scale Snake Eyes. I believe this is from the Snake Eyes solo film. Uh, Coming in at a very reasonably priced $145, coming out Q2 2021. Dean, tell me. Is this a Snake Eyes solo film? That's what someone said. It was from, it's either Snake Eyes from the movie that was a while ago, or just, I just remember seeing somewhere that this was from, from a solo film. I could be totally wrong. I I don't know anything about G.I. Joe. Um, I think this is a really cool figure for people that want to collect G.I. Joe back in the 12 or 6 scale line. Um, no, I think G.I. Joe now is a little different from, you know, the 80s. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, the, real quick, there is a Snake Eyes movie coming out in 2021. Wow, very cool. I mean, he's yeah. an interesting character. At least I remember him being interesting. From those yeah. two movies, um, so that's pretty cool. This one forty-five for a licensed Snake Eyes. I think that's, that's a, pretty good. It's a great price, uh, considering it looks like he's gonna have a ton of accessories. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like you're gonna, at least you know, from maybe some of the this, a lot of kit bashes, a lot of parts from this that you can use. Really posable, it seems. Uh, yeah, which is pretty good. I mean, even getting maybe even the, like the Mandalorian into that kind of poses is pretty difficult unless you yeah. take the figure apart remove the suit and do it all over again um looks cool um excited to see you know what other gi joes they come out with yeah it'll be interesting to see and i mean i just can't go over that price point 145 i that's mean crazy that's almost 145 is yeah i mean that's like yeah you're right there's knockoffs that are uh, more expensive than that so uh, maybe it's not a super expensive license, but uh, you know, I'm excited to see this, and it's definitely on my radar for a pickup for uh, next year. Now, this has not officially gone up for pre order yet, but 3.0 has shown this photo of the Arya Stark from season eight. Uh, looking pretty good. I know, Dean, this was a potential must pickup for you. What do you think about this photo here now that uh, we're seeing her in a bit more of a posed uh, look? I thought I need it. Like the air in my lungs, my guy. I need this figure. Dude, this I, thing looks fucking dope. Not only does it look fucking dope, but I just love Arya. She's like easily one of my favorite characters, if not my favorite character. She's got a fucking higher kill count than anyone on that damn show. She not kills Drogan. so many people. Well, not Drogan. She really does. How many Drogan's like in the thousands? Dude, she's fucking relentless. And then she's just like, She's just like the coolest fucking character. Um, yeah. 
so yeah this is like a, a must day one pre-order i also already pre-ordered tormund yeah which are two of my top characters so the only thing you know. that i don't like about this and again this is obviously from the side this is a very early photo we haven't really seen more of this mm-hmm. figure mm-hmm. i feel like the head sculpt looks not as much like season eight aria maybe like a season four season five she looks a little too young in the face mm-hmm. Again, this is obviously a side profile, three-quarter view. Uh, you know, maybe the final product will be uh, better. Yeah. But I'm not completely sold on the head sculpt. I will say that the outfit looks fantastic. The accessories we've seen from past Arias have been fantastic. Yeah, I think that, you know, this is going to be a slam dunk. And Danny Lee agrees. She's one of his favorite characters from Game of Thrones. So that's... Uh, I want to... It has to have the dagger. I mean, that's a must, right? Uh, I haven't seen the dagger on any photos, which is kind of sus. Yeah, uh, it's like what it, if... it probably will. It probably. Uh, will. I mean, if it has I'll... a staff, that it probably will. Yeah, I mean, hopefully that you don't have to buy fucking brand to get the goddamn dagger. That would suck. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could find it aftermarket, but I bet you anything, nobody bought brand, so that figure is probably really expensive now. <laughs> get a part out. I, like, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I haven't priced brand lately, but I bet it's pretty high because it was almost like a figure nobody wanted. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I'm sure worst case, you could sculpt one pretty easily. I mean, I can't not, imagine. Not me. Somebody, I guess. Maybe yeah. Watto. Watto Scrapyard can print you a dagger. Uh, Dean, this was a surprise that went up by Mondo today. The Ooh. creature from the Black Lagoon coming in at... 175 for the green version, 185 for the silver screen variant. These are releasing Q1 2021. Dean, I will say this. I am super tempted. This looks fucking fantastic. Really? I've only seen this movie a few times, but just the, the different poses they did in the uh uh what is it, like the pre-order solicitation photos. It just looked fantastic. I'm almost um, afraid to say I've never seen this movie because I don't want you to make me watch a shit movie again. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, that wasn't me that did it for you. But uh, I will say, Dean, um, I think the... uh, Remind me, the God of War character... uh, What's his name? Kratos. Kratos. uh, That figure is getting some really high praise. uh, One of those cool stuff, man. Yeah, they they just released... We'll talk about here in a second. The 12-inch Iron Giant. They made the 18-inch Iron Giant. And, I mean... Didn't they also do those six-scale Masters of the Universe... Yep, and the Rick and Morty characters. Uh, I will say this, Dean. I I think this is a great thing for the hobby. Uh, you know, if they're going to go into this Universal Monsters line, they're kicking it off with this one. If if this sells well, you might see other Universal Monsters down the line. I think this is so original. I think this is so fresh. Um, so fresh for the hobby. Yeah. I think the variant is fantastic. This was obviously a film that was in the fifties, I believe. Mm-hmm. So most people did see it in black and white. Kind of weird that the black and white is more expensive than That's the. That's what I was gonna say. Was like <laughs> yeah. Ten bucks more with no paint. Yeah, or not no um, paint, but black and white. Yeah, black and white paint, and um, this is just. This is a nice little breath of fresh air in the hobby, and maybe that's why I'm considering it. But uh, I got to say this: I, I was looking at these photos all day. I mean, the, this thing just looks looks pretty fucking cool. So, is this what size is that? Six scale. Okay, it is. Okay, yeah, it's six scale. Because sometimes twelve scale figures can get up there in price. So, 
Yeah, so uh, the Mr. Toys head sculpt of Alita is coming at $35, released in Q2 2021. This is uh, $35 is for each head. So if you want both looks, obviously you have to buy both heads. Uh, a lot of people complain that the stock Alita came with sculpted head. This has, um, I guess, I wouldn't say it's rooted, but it has uh, physical hair. A lot of people want to do the mod on their Alita, which is the uh, the eye makeup. That's what, that was my it. biggest complaint about the Alita figure. I was like, how do they not give you a second head sculpt with the paint and like a, like a, now this one doesn't have like a, um, a I don't even know how to say it, like a stern face. Yeah, the 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 one on the hot toys almost looks scared. Yeah, because she, she already has big eyes, so like the one on the hot toys just looks like she's like a deer in headlights. Yeah, uh, this one is a little more stern, but not much. But at least it's got the paint. Yeah, um, rooted hair or whatever this is always looks good in pictures, but the second you get it in hand, it's a fucking mess. Um, yeah, it'll require some futzing out of the box. A lot of futzing. I tried to futz my Hot Toys Wonder Woman head sculpt and her hair. It's a fucking nightmare. Maybe they'll um, apply some product when they ship before they ship it out to yeah. restyle it. You hope. Um, if but, not, do you know I mean, this is happen? a super cool option for people that are going to get Alita. Yeah, I agree. I really wish I could get that figure, but there's just like other shit I want more. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like she's so far down on my list of things I want, you know? It's like I'd rather get a air filter on my truck, you know, and that's, you know, about the same price. So is your air filter dirty already, or you just no, just upgrade it the cold air intake. Oh, before we do that, team, we have to call somebody. Yeah, third, almost third forgot party. it's this third party. Third party witchcraft right there, Dean. Yeah. Now this is really fucking cool. The Nendoroid yeah. Stitch. Uh this is coming in at $73, releasing July 2021. I'm a big fan of Lilo and Stitch, uh, one of my favorite Disney films. But Stitch is a character that does not get a lot of love in the toy world. Obviously, you have the Disney toy box stitch, which was a pretty decent stitch. Uh, you also have uh I believe it's the figure arts stitch, I, which I, I have had. I got you the best one. That is true. Uh, but the figure art stitch goes for like four or $500 now. Stupidly, I sold mine back in the day when it was still relatively cheap. Uh, but being able to get a stitch that has a lot of really cool options, obviously doesn't have the six arm alien look, uh, but it does have quite a few options and for 70 bucks. And it's an Android, which typically has really crisp paint applications. Uh, I think this is a no-brainer. So I'll yeah. be probably uh, pre-ordering this very soon. Revil Tech Stitch. Revil Tech. There you go. It's the Coyote Revil Tech. Okay. Uh, Dini says Stitch is so cute. And Jason, thank you for the correction there. He really uh, is. I freaking adore Stitch. I would like to see the Alien version. Uh huh. I think if I was going to get a Stitch, it'd be the Alien version. Really? Yeah. That's especially with his little outfit on. Oh, dude, dude, hell yeah, dude, with the little red. I fucking love it, yeah. Stitch um, is the best, dude. Dude, but Stitch products in general, I guess they just don't make a lot because they all skyrocket. So if you want a Stitch, pre-order it. Yeah. Like today, like right now. Like this will not be there for long once it releases. One, if, if they don't all. make a ton of uh, Nendroids or whatever you say. Yeah, Nendroids. A good small company just like, you know, makes it, you know, when people pre-order it and maybe make a few more. But in my experience, once they're gone, that's it. Yeah, and the price goes up pretty high. Exponentially. 
Up next, uh, Tamashi Nations on their Instagram put up a poll this week, and they were asking which set would you like to see made into an SH Figure Arts accessory pack. The first option was the Kami House and Turtle set. Second option was the Saiyan Pod and Sun Gohan set. Third option was a Piccolo Effect Part set. And the fourth option was the SH Figure Arts Goku Damage version and SH Figure Arts Piccolo Damage version. I will say this, they're all completely different products. Like, one's a playset type thing, one's a a ship, one's an accessory pack, one is two whole figures. Um, I will say this, I think of these choices, I think Kami House is probably, in my opinion, what I would pick. Uh, We already have two really nice space pods, one from Bandai. And uh, I believe there's two third-party ones that are actually like pre-built in the box. Yeah. Um, Piccolo effect parts. There's already companies that are making those, and you can just buy the model kits. The Goku and Piccolo uh, battle damage versions. I think those sound tempting. Uh, but again, that's two whole figures. I would fucking love a Goku without shoes and like, his battle outfit because you're getting Raditz. So yeah. Goku and Piccolo for that fight scene is like a no-brainer because we're getting Raditz already. And that's the thing, though, right? Like, it, obviously, it seems like they're having us vote, but it almost seems like that already might be in the pipeline, right? Yeah. Uh, and especially the Sun Gohan and the Space Pot as yeah, well. Because that, that Gohan, yeah. Yeah, so, and actually, Kami House and the Turtle Set, because that's the first place Raditz goes. Yeah, all the, well, yeah, you're right. They're all Raditz stuff. Um, I just had a breakthrough. We just had a breakthrough on the show live. Yeah, I I don't really understand how a a Kami House would work. I feel like it'd be huge. It's not a small house. It looks small, but it's like a two-story, you know. Yeah, I mean. Pretty decent-sized house, so, like. It would probably be like the arena set where it'd be like just like a scaled facade, down, a scaled yeah. down facade, which is like, well, why bother at that point? Yeah, I'd leave it to Dragon have, Stars, right? Right. I'd rather have a full on figure set of Goku and Piccolo from like the first, you know, se- season of Dragon Ball Z. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, again, the vehicle sets, like they just sit there, right? Like a sand pot is just gonna sit on your shelf. You have one, right? Yeah, just sits there. It's great, stuff. it's super cool looking, but it's like I'd rather have figures, you know. The mm. Gohan is a cool idea too, if he was like an actual figure. I would almost want them to include the Gohan with like Piccolo though, right? Yeah, especially if they're gonna split out the effect parts. You gotta give something to Piccolo to make him I don't know, a little bit more or even Goku, because Piccolo's gonna be a huge figure. Yeah. Um I don't know, man. I will say these are some very interesting choices. Unfortunately, these are not the polls where you can vote and then see the results. These are the ones where you reply with text. Yeah. Uh, so we won't know the result of these polls until, I guess, sometime in the future. But it seems like all of these are things that they could definitely make. Uh, getting into things that released, the Stanley from Thor Ragnarok did release in Hong Kong. Uh, I hate the packaging. It's I so really have stupid. nothing good to say about this figure. I have zero good things to say <laughs> uh nebula did release i have plenty of good things to say about this i think this head sculpt looks fantastic i think the outfit looks great i think people want to know where gamora is because it's been like over a year almost yeah, well um, that's what i was gonna say i think this is actually a guardians of the galaxy 2 uh, uh nebula that they just waited so long to release it like fuck i put endgame on it because yeah. 
it's, did I call her Gamora? Or did I say Nebula? You said Nebula. Okay, okay. Um, because <clears throat> I mean, you do see her like this in the movie, but yeah. the Gamora that you should be rooting for has the orange on her head, not not the blue. Yeah, and that's actually I think a few of our Patreonies were saying they wanted to try to paint it orange. Yeah, so it's and, like either show me a swap out part, maybe a magnetic clip on, or but that's why I almost think it, it wasn't even supposed to be an endgame nebula. They just waited so long, like fuck it, change the packaging. Yeah. If you're a Patreone in the top tier and you need that thing repainted, let me know. And I think Victoria and I might be able to help you out. Nebula's my bay, man. I love Nebula. Imminent arrival notices have been sent out for Han Solo, or uh, excuse me, wow. Solo, Solo Darth Maul. I was thinking, like, no. what movie is this from? No, uh, and why? I mean, if you want to do the show and make any number of mistakes, <laughs> that's fine. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Scott says Gamora is going on three years. I don't, it, maybe that's the case, but that, I think it's like 500 days. I don't think it's 900 days. Ow. <laughs> Victoria says, I just joined and I immediately get volunteered for something. <laughs> uh, Qui-Gon as well. So if you're in the United States, these are shipping out pretty soon from Sideshow. And Dean, people got imminent arrival notices that, that is shipping this Friday, the child life-size photo. Uh, yeah. We just saw this uh, last night on Monday Night Football. It was in the uh, the uh, little thing that they did. Actually, and I'm super excited now. I will say this. I roast everyone's <laughs> Wow. Uh, I will say this. I hope it looks good. I think this could be a Christmas item wish list if it does look good for me. Uh, if it doesn't, uh, you know, we'll talk about it. But uh, there's no possible way it's going to look better than my guy. And your guy is going to be mentioned later in the show, Dean. Oh, but, I didn't uh, know. also the Mondo 12 inch Iron Giant did get released. Uh, Zachary Venable got his today. So that is super cool. And obviously, uh, Mondo putting out some really good stuff. So definitely, uh, definitely a good time to be an Iron Giant fan because I think this looks like it could be one of the best, uh, one of the best Iron Giant figures ever made. Uh, King Louis says, I'll bring it for a review. Yeah, dude, definitely. That'd be fucking awesome. Dean, it's that time of the show. Take it away. Hey, what the crap, Danny? Was that better? Much better. Last time you got after me and everybody said it sounded fine by you. There was some complaints. We got some emails. No, we didn't. We we did. There was quite Um, a few people that that said, dude, when we'll leave it at that. You can't. Yeah, you can't even make something up. No, I mean, uh, there were people that said you did sound like Mexican Watto. That was Ian. Ian's the only one. That was an email. Over at Waddle Scarfyard for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. You can find them on Instagram, eBay, and Facebook under that name. They make 3D printed parts for hard to come by Kenner and Hasbro vehicles, as well as resin printed head sculpts of hundreds and hundreds. Dude, he posted a picture today. I think it's 300 now. Unreal. Over 300. 300 head sculpts. And that's not just Star Wars. That's literally anything you could think of. He literally has my head in his library of sculpts. Yeah, it's fucking wild. So if you don't see a character you like, send him an email, and he'll get it designed, printed, and shipped right to your door for a pretty damn good price. So hit up Watto if you're going to work on a custom. And no, it's not going to come painted. You got to do that yourself or find someone to do it. 
We'd also like to thank One Six Corner for their sponsorship of the show. One Six Corner's mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging, and fast shipping. Choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, and leave the rest to them. One Six Corner.com. Really good people. Dean, speaking of One Six Corner, um, look at those crispies. I was I was really fucking impressed. Now, now this package was sent before um before they really knew who i was and before we obviously agreed to a potential partnership and this is how all of their packages I mean, it are sounds like you're fucking chris pratt or something before they even knew who i was who are you i'm me motherfucker <laughs> um but i'm just saying because i don't want people to think like oh like only they people that would like you treated you better yeah exactly okay okay i got it that's my bad the fuck are you? Um, <laughs> I'm actually going to delete Dean's chapter from the book. The audiobook. Uh, just give me one second. Unrelated to what just happened. Now, let me tell you how this figure was packaged, right? Yeah. Now, the figure box itself was put in a plastic sleeve. Okay. Which was not how it was done from another company that I got my Django from, which is from the same company. Okay. That plastic sleeve was then covered in every corner. So that's eight corners. With these hard plastic, um, I don't know what they are. They just tape on to the corners of the box to protect it. Uh-huh. Then that plastic cornered plastic sleeve box was then wrapped in bubble wrap with uh-huh. a one six corner sticker and a handle with care uh, sticker applied to that. Okay. That was then wrapped in more bubble wrap, which was then placed in a box that had bubble wrap in the box. Wow. Then taped into a really sturdy box, and that sturdy box was then covered in bubble wrap. Wow. It took me like 12 minutes to open the box. And then that bubble wrap box was in another box. No, that was just shipped. That I mean, by that point, that then then it's like a Russian egg thing, right? Um, Wait, so they shipped just the bubble wrapped box? No, 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 no. But let's go through it again. So the figure box corners wrapped in bubble wrap, uh-huh. put into a bigger box that already had bubble wrap. And then they that's a shipper box, like a shipping box. Okay. And then they wrap the shipping box in bubble wrap. Most people just ship the shipping box. So that's exactly what I said. They shipped a bubble wrapped box. Yes. Very cool. Very safe, right? And my figure arrived. It was pristine condition. And I asked him, I was like, you know, does I've had other horror stories in the past with other companies? Like they just fucking slap a label on your box, no bubble wrap and your shit arrives all wongos and they just said like, you know, we ship everything as if we want it. Like we ship it how we would expect our packages to be shipped to us mm. one, but they're like, not only that, you know, if something arrives damaged or broken, um, it's a hassle for them. Cause they have to either refund you or deal with international returns and then, and then shipping things back. Uh, and so they mentioned on the horse that I got, they said that they actually, for those particular horses, when they come from the manufacturer, it's just a horse, which is, it's not a plastic. It's like almost like a resin uh, material. The horse is just in styrofoam, but they said they had a number of customers that received broken legs on the horses. And so they would take, they get the horse, they open it and they wrap the horse's legs in bubble wrap and then do the normal wrapping procedure wow. to prevent that issue from happening. It is, it just saves everyone time. It saves everyone hassle. But wow. uh, I was really impressed and they gave us some stickers for, uh, I think we only have enough for uh, the top tier Patreonies. I think they only gave us like 15. 
stickers. So we'll be sending those in November. And they also gave us five, uh, $5 off gift cards. Uh, so if you're a listener and you want to place an order with one six corner, hit me up on auxiliary and, uh, we'll figure out how to get you the gift card. But, uh, yeah, they're really good. Optical says they have a new shipping service, which is UBI instead of EMS and that it may potentially be faster, but one six corner, I was super impressed. And like we said earlier in the show, they're, they're sponsoring our show with the giveaway and that'll be, uh, once we get it in hand, I think it'll be like next month. Uh, we'll post the details on ox cause it's top secret Dean. I don't think we're actually going to get it in hand. Oh, that's true. I mean, once they get it in hand, rather, because they're going to ship it direct. I read the email. <laughs> I saw your face, and I was like, wait, did I just fuck up something? <laughs> um, Dean Spooktacular uh, is ongoing. It's October 22nd to the 31st. And I got to say, you know. It's awesome. It's fucking awesome. People, people bitch and moaned. I mean, people are still bitching and moaning, frankly. People always bitch and moan. That's true. But... I will say for <clears throat> for better for worse for all the shit we give sideshow. I mean, they're really killing it, right? They got rid of that weird Q thing. At least I haven't seen one, and I've been uh, pretty late on some of these codes. Um, dude, other, I hit a code the other day that was like eight minutes past, and I still got it. Yeah, uh, they've been hour, but I mean, I mean, they've been fairly generous with the quantity and the amount of each code. Uh, I, I gotta say I'm, I'm hugely impressed. I yeah. think, I think the first couple of days of, uh, the sideshow come were a bit rough. I think they obviously picked it back up at the end. Uh, but spooktacular is looking really good. They're doing a lot of really cool giveaways. They're doing hundred percent off codes, hundred dollar off codes. Uh, they're doing, um, I, I don't know what it's called, but it's like, you can make an offer where you do something goofy and they send you a figure. I just think that whoever's running this part of sideshow is doing such a good job. I mean, yeah. it's they're really involved. Uh, I mean, Autumn and Paul, they're doing really well. That was um, how long ago was the the other one with the cues? That was only like what three weeks ago? Two yeah, weeks ago? uh, it was like from, three or four weeks ago. To go from that experience to this one is like night and day. Not only the frequency of the codes, the dollar amounts, because even if it's one dollar codes, you're getting like ten of them instead of just. Yeah, one every four days. So the the um the amount, the frequency, um, the fact that you could just sign in. There's no bullshit fake queue that they put you in. Yeah. Uh, because even even when I get a code, I'll go to the website. There's it doesn't crash. Every once in a while, it'll kick me out for it says I, I was timed out do the time out and i was like i just signed in what the fuck it's all to sign in again um but i mean it's just so much better this time around and like i said that was only a two or three week difference dean i think we got to give them gotta give sign show a round of applause even paul and autumn paul and autumn i think you guys are doing great not a big fan of you guys sending the black and yellow new this week emails but uh we'll save that for later and uh good shit guys Dean, oh my god, boy, Boy. I have how long do we have? Nothing good to say about this movie. All right, let's get into it. So, heredity is I'm sorry, heredity. I can't, I don't even fucking care. Hereditary, (laughs) 
When the matriarch of the Graham family passes away, her daughter and grandchildren begin to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry, trying to outrun the sinister fate they have inherited. Now, I will say this. I will say this, Dean. I think that the actress that played Annie is... um, I think she's a really strong actress. There's one scene in particular... Um, I mean, this oh, movie's been out for a, this movie's she, been out where she lets her son have it at the dinner table. That scene as well. There's yeah. there's two scenes when she first finds out the tragic news in the movie. Oh, yeah. Heartbreaking. My God, dude, this woman can act. And then also when she yeah. lets her son have it, she's um, a solid actress. That's the that? only good. She's a solid actress. That's the only good thing I have to say about this movie. I thought I had nothing. That scene at the dinner table where he's like, say whatever you want to say to me. And she finally just fucking snaps. Dude, that's how Every, like everyone in that scene fucking killed it. That's how me and Dean's arguments go. Do we fucking <laughs> <joke> sometimes <laughs> um, outside of that? I think that this movie was overhyped. I think that so people said this was potentially the scariest movie of all time. Yes. Uh, best horror movie of the decade. I've heard, um, like, don't watch it alone. I don't watch it at night. I was I like, hated. I was fucking scared wa- like going into this movie, and then like two hours in, I'm like, nothing's happened. Like, this is so fucking boring. And the story is so stupid. Like, I mean, yeah, we'll we'll get into it. Just keep I going. mean, please go ahead. I mean, I I just I was gonna say I just didn't enjoy this film. I, I ended up started to take notes because i was like this dean so- has never taken notes about anything on the show ever and he actually took a shitload of notes about this movie um if i had to give this a rating my rating would be one out of ten do not recommend but dean yeah. let's hear let's hear your notes because we actually had some discussion we wanted to have <laughs> okay so so there's like this demon that you don't find out about this is going to be a spoiler discussion but it's yeah, an old you haven't movie. seen hereditary good th- first off Good for you. Second <laughs> off, um, yeah, DA says our Among Us lobby is scarier. Dude, and Mario real. says, <laughs> Mario says, did Dean really watch this movie? No, he actually really did. We were talking, we were texting each other the whole time. It's so, st- dude, I wish I hadn't. That would have been a much more entertaining segment had I not seen this movie. For real. Okay, so there's this like weird demon thing in the story that you don't find out about until like three quarters of the way into the movie and it's just like a sentence in a book that she picks up for no reason that was highlighted yeah i was like okay (laughs) yeah it was highlighted and then underlined it was like okay that's super a bit on the nose yeah but it's like okay um super weird but when you pay when you watch the movie again you understand where it is in the movie. There's like these weird, like, I don't want to call them hallucinations, but it like shows certain characters, things throughout the movie, but it apparently has been born inside the body of this little girl, but because of the grandma dying, right? Yeah. They're part of this weird cult that follows this demon, right? Yes. Which I guess is why it's called hereditary. We couldn't figure it out. Um, 
so it's like okay this demon is in the body of this little girl but throughout the movie it's showing her things so it's like so is it not in the little girl but it is <laughs> like it's the it's stupid right um but the demon doesn't want to be in the body of a girl it's a it's it means a, it wants to be in a male host <laughs> but the little girl has a brother who's much older the only the only thing i'll stop you there for one second i think the only thing that i recall and maybe it's from that that underlying book but it's like the demon needs to move from the most um i think it says the most vulnerable yeah so i don't think it could have gone straight yeah but i don't think it could have gone straight from the the little girl to i I don't think it could have gone straight to the little boy i think it had to go to the girl first she was more vulnerable yeah but he was okay whatever it, it takes i mean 13, that's it takes 13 years to get to the fucking guy right yes fucking stupid so there's like this segment of the movie that really starts things off right it the this puts in the chain of motion for the rest of the movie and the, the brother goes to this party who's Mom makes him take a sister. She has an allergic reaction to some peanuts and he's panicking. He's trying to get her to the hospital and he accidentally kills her, right? It was, it was a pretty horrific scene, right? Her head gets cut off by like a telephone pole. Yeah. But <laughs> the incredible amount of happenstance that needs to happen for this little girl to get killed <laughs> because from my understanding, this cult has put in motion all these things right so the cult would somehow have to know that there was a party that the boy would get invited by his friends they would have to know that the mother would make him take his sister and that he would agree to it uh they would have to know that someone there would be making a cake and the cake would have nuts in it right because when they walk into the party which is also stupid. They walk into the party and they see a girl cutting up a bunch of pecans. If you know you have a peanut allergy and this girl's old enough to know I shouldn't eat this. They only remind you two times at the beginning of the movie that she's allergic to peanuts or nuts to be like, I'm not fucking going in that kitchen. People with nut allergies can't even be around nuts, right? You, They see it in the kitchen, okay? So they... Then the brother's like, God, just go eat some cake, right? The little girl should know that she can't, right? At least even be in the kitchen. But they have to know that she would eat the cake, that she would have a reaction as bad as she did. They would have to know that the brother, instead of calling the ambulance, because the ambulance would probably have an EpiPen on board, right? Yeah. He decides to drive her to the hospital instead. Then they would have to know that there'd be I think they put the deer in the road, but there's a deer in the road, right? But then they would have to know that he would swerve right instead of left. They would have to know that her head would be out the window instead of just in the car. Um, I mean, I could literally keep going because it, it literally makes no sense. Um, also, Peter doesn't go to jail after killing his sister. Now, it was an accident, but 
her head comes off, right? And he's in such shock that he's like, I'm just going to go home. So he drives home and goes to sleep. His mother finds the body the next morning, right? Which is uh, the horrific scene Zach was talking about. Yeah. (laughs) And then the movie just continues. Like, nothing happened. Like, there wouldn't be a police investigation. Like, oh, your daughter's dead? How did that happen? Okay, well, why the hell is the body here and the head's halfway across town? What the fuck were you doing, kid? They would immediately drug test him. The only thing I can think of is, like, maybe the parents covered for him. Like, oh, we were driving the car. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you you can't really prove it, I guess. Uh, Except the time of death. Are you kidding me? That's Dude, they could accurately guess when a body stopped living within minutes. of Yeah, but the parents could cover for him. I guess. And I'm going to chalk it up to maybe the cult also has people in the police department that don't. I I will say this. I will say this, Dean, just to pause that. Um, There was a point where I was like, man, I'm I'm really gaining weight. I'm going to start exercising. Literally like 0.1 mile into my jog. I almost got hit by a car Mm because this guy was drunk driving. I'm talking like I left my apartment and went towards the street and almost got by a car. That car then hit like four other cars in the parking lot. Yeah. And then hit another car. Immediately, I called nine one one. Like the dude is clearly drunk, and um, he went to his apartment. And by the time the cops got there, which was like maybe you know four or five minutes later, um, you know you you know when that when you shut down a car, you hear the little tinkling of the engine. It's like dissipating yeah. the heat. Like you could tell the car had just stopped. Yeah, and it's the license is this guy's car, but they said that we can't even really question him because. At this point, it's just your, your word versus him of who was driving the car. Right. And so um, I guess obviously maybe if it's a murder investigation, they're probably a little bit more thorough. But that really like gave Dude. me a perception of how. Homie, this chick's head gets cut off <laughs> and he sleeps it off. You tell me the cops are going to be like, yeah, we just don't know who was driving the car. Sorry. Really? Yeah, but how can let's you tell who say, was driving the car? Let's just say the parents cover from I was driving the car. So you cut your he- daughter's head off and came home to sleep it off and you're calling us the next day? There's no way. There's no fucking way. There wouldn't be some kind of investigation. Someone's going to jail, dude. Dude, Scott, that is a crazy story, though. Like, for real, I almost got beat up by another guy that thought I was driving that car. He came out because his car got hit. And uh, he you that. he's like, do we have a fucking problem? And at first I thought he was the driver and I'm like, dude, I'm just on a jog. If that was you that did that, I don't really want any problems. Like I'm just going to go jog. I'm not even going to call the cops. Turns out that guy was pissed because that other guy crashed into his car. But dude, that was one of the craziest nights of my life, dude. Fucking wild. So, okay. So again, I'm going to chalk it up to the cultists are inside the police department too. Right. So there's no investigation, which is everybody in the police department, but okay, fine. (laughs) Um, So then the cult finds the mother. They just happen to know she's going to be, right? They they happen to know she's going to be at this grieving counselor place. Uh Uh-oh, Detective Um, Dean on the scene. So then they, they teach her how to invite now she doesn't know this, but they te- 
she the she's woman, taught a ritual on how to uh, commence a seance. Invite the demon into their home, but the demon already lives there, right? I don't know. I, okay, so then, um, she's like, "Oh, you could do it at home, but your 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 husband and your son need to be there in the room with you." And she specifically is like, "Make sure your son is there," yeah, which I like, thought was trippy. Yeah, she's like, "Make sure they're there." So there's like this weird scene where she's having a nightmare and she wakes her son up and her husband and she's like, quick, we got to go to the, we got to do this thing. And they're like, what thing? She's like, well, I just did it, but I need you here. It's like, okay, but you just did it. So why do you need the husband and the son there it on your own? That makes zero fucking sense. Like you just did it. <laughs> um, also, throughout the movie, I don't know if you noticed this act, but there's like writing on the wall. It'll just zoom in on writing on the wall. Yeah. That yeah. never pays off. Literally, the words mean nothing. I couldn't find anything that explained what the writing on the wall was. The one thing that I really felt didn't have, maybe it did, maybe it didn't, but an amount of, of payoff. Uh, the daughter has a medical condition. Um yeah. It's physical, and I think it may pre uh, present as a mental condition as well. And um, in a few scenes, they call her the R word, like your sister's fucking weird. Like she's yeah. drawn people, she's drawn me like an R word, and um, I don't really think that that ever paid off. So I don't know if they just made fun of her. Yeah, it's like I mean, in the Stranger Things, like I think the kid mentions it once, but they don't really ever like he's just another actor. Yeah, and I felt like they kind of made it a bigger deal than it really was. Everything about this movie made everything a bigger deal than it was. This movie is so fucking stupid. It's not not a single moment was I scared in this movie. Everybody was like, "This is like a fucking genre changing film. It's fucking terrifying. This little girl's fucking scary." So I'm I'm ready to watch this movie and be terrified. Fucking Halloween was more scary than this movie. That movie's not scary at all. Yeah. That movie's cool. Michael Myers is just creepy. So you're like, ooh, look, he's in the back. Like, this movie is fucking so stupid, dude. Oh my God. I'm, I'm literally, I'm actually angry that I wasted my day watching this fucking thing. It was so stupid. No redeeming qualities. The story is fucking stupid. The plot is bananas. There's like no rhyme or reason to anything happening. It's just like, oh, by the way, the grandma's dead in the attic now. Like, what? Why? Like, it's so stupid. I hated it. It's I'm I can't really I I'm done, dude. I'm so fucking done talking about this stupid movie. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean that that pretty much sums I up. I want to scream louder, but I have neighbors. Like it I, I hated it. I um I just I'm right there with you, man. I I felt like I was going to see a movie that would redefine uh what a modern horror film was like. Um I think Manny's given us some really good movies to watch. I felt yeah. like I think he was really hoping that we would have liked this. I don't think he chose this movie because he thought we wouldn't like it, obviously. Right. Um, but um, I, I just, 
We're gonna watch Avengers next week, guys, because uh, that's scarier than this. <laughs> Loki is not scarier about the than anything in this movie. Yeah, I was, uh, I was not a fan. I was not a fan, to be completely honest. <laughs> One out of ten. I, yeah. Let's get into something that I am a fan of, Dean. The joy of hobbying. Yeah, and dude. I repainted my uh, Mark V B, which is a white and gray Spartan, and I repainted him to uh, to be Noble <laughs> Six. Eric, we know. Yeah, yeah, we we do know. Um, <laughs> I did Google it. Um, but yeah, Dean, I think you were pretty impressed by it. I got some some love beautiful. on the on the gram, really and I'm trying to figure out how to take this stupid piece off. I just talked to one of the Jazzwares guys. They said that it should come off. But I'm having a bitch probably, of a time getting it out. Sealed it with paint. No, that's not really how paint works. But uh, except the dove, have you ever painted windows? Okay, it does come off, but there's no post at the end. Probably snapped off. You probably fucked it up. If I had to guess, you fucked it up. No, there's literally a hole where the uh, <laughs> the thing should be. But anyways, yeah, I repainted this, and I. Uh, I love this, Dean. I think it came out so good. I think you were kind of worried that I wasn't going to be able to get the blue lights back in. Uh, but yeah, those those went in pretty easy. And uh, I didn't doubt you. You just hadn't done it. So I was like, I want the blue lights. You're like, oh, no, yeah, I'm not done yet. Yeah, if you get one and you want me to repaint it, just holla at I your boy. I have not found them. <laughs> if you find one, let me know because I have Master Chief on pre-order, so there's no point in buying a Master Chief. But the other two, I still... Uh, so if you find them, let me know. Sounds good, my guy. But yeah, um, it was pretty easy. It's basically uh, black paint. Uh, it was kind of like dark gray, and then when I gave it a black wash, it went black. Uh, did some metal highlights on the high wear areas because those were starting to rub down into the white. Uh, painted the top of the helmet black and then repainted the gun and then added in the lights. It's probably about an hour's worth of work. I think I could have done it much quicker if I had an airbrush uh, on me at the time, but uh, I was too lazy to clean it. So honestly, I think an airbrush, yeah, would have been quicker, but it might have been like too clean. This actually looks like armor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's kind of not, and I'm not dogging on you, so please don't take it this way. But it's kind of splotchy. It's not even like it would look like you know something somebody would, you know, when they're fucking hanging around the spartan camp and they want to customize their armor this is what it would look like does that make sense did i just offend you first off fuck you <laughs> just kidding. uh no i mean yeah of course right like brush painting is imperfect but not only that uh as you're painting it like you know if you're holding it I- i'm like the worst painter like you know most people will, like take off every part and like put them on grips and i mean right. i'm just fucking painting it so oh hey there's a little piece of white there let me just put that as steel weathering so yeah i mean it is a bit uneven and of course the wash obviously is a um naturally it is a um (laughs) it's not perfect right you're not you're not applying an even wash over everything it's kind of like filling in the different crevices but i think it looks great i'm super stoked with it and uh i did try repainting the visor gold but i think there was some coating on the visor because it kept like oxidizing the clear gold paint and so i ended up just removing it like right away but uh dude i'm so fucking happy with this and uh still alive there's a there's a lot of people that think he actually is still alive dude, that'd be fucking tight if he showed up in this new halo movie or again 
That would be fucking tight, dude. Uh, but yeah, so this is uh, my Noble Six repaint, and uh, Jesus Christ, I'm I'm just in love with it. Dean, let's talk about the Collecting Weekly Awards. This is obviously our yeah. annual awards show, the most prestigious, um, frankly, the most prestigious award that any toy company can hope to achieve right. in yeah. these trying times. And uh, we have uh, some nominations for you. And last year, Dean, fun fact, the last year when we announced our first uh, category nominations was the day of your accident. And... Uh, I had to do it by myself and it fucking sucked. So I'm glad to have you back this year. You're here now. So let's, let's kick it off Dean and I'll let you, uh, I'll let you give us the first one. NECA most improved. Wow. Round of applause to NECA. And so the way we are picking these, um, the ones we're showing you uh, in each category, we'll pick five total at this point, probably three of those five are already set just based on the quantity and frequency of their nominations. Um, and so these are one of those three for each category. Best company McFarlane toys nomination. Big shout out there. They've been doing some fucking fantastic stuff this year. Best, yeah, if they uh, don't, I'll be fucking shocked if they don't. <laughs> best head sculpt. The wasp by hot toys. Nominee yeah. round of applause. Dean, let's just round of applause. Each one. Uh, Best Under 30, The Child by Mattel. Fucking fantastic. Dean, I'll let you take the next one. All right. Best 112 scale, Luke Skywalker, uh, Rogue Leader, right? Yep. Or Snow Speeder Pilot, yeah. Yeah, Snow Speeder, Rogue Leader. Yeah, um, I fucking love this figure. It's fucking the bee's knees, Dean. Best Non-Traditional Scaled, The Great Ape Vegeta by Bandai. Nominee, good fucking figure. Oh, no, one of the best this year. Yeah, go ahead, Dean. Best third party replicant killer Superman toys. Fucking good fucking figure. We got some good shit this year. Yeah, best one six scale Han Solo Mud Trooper by Hot Toys. Nominee, yeah. The great part about this figure is we can have more than one and just have troopers on the shelf. That is very true. Figure. Really nice figure. It's fucking nice, dude. Yeah. Uh, and one of our nominees for figure of the year, director Krennic by Hot Toys. Nice. Good shit. Now, of course, there's going to be four more in each category. The nominations are still ongoing. So if you're a collector and you're like, hey, a figure that I like wasn't in these right here, that's perfectly fine. Go to Collecting with the Auxiliary or Tashi Station or 16 Republic, search CW Awards, and you will find the 2020 nomination thread, uh, the nominations end December 1st. And on that day, we will announce the the five in each category. And, um, you know, we'll start the voting then. Uh, I believe the award show is December 15th. And I think that we have, um, just what based on what I've seen, puppy in, of the year, mm-hmm. puppy of the year, pepperoni, yeah. uh, what I've seen from the nominations, Dean, I think some of these categories are going to be pretty hard to slim down to five. Uh, and I think the the fans, the listeners, our friends, I think they're going to have some good shit to vote on this year. Yeah. So thanks, everyone, who's nominated thus far. And hopefully we can get several more people to nominate up until December 1st. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are doing our CW Live Pink 2020 shirt. Uh, it is the um, 
uh, breast cancer awareness. We're donating all of our shirt sales from November and December, or excuse me, October and November uh, to a breast cancer charity. So if you want to get in on that, holla at your boys. Uh, Dean, let's say a thank you to all of our Patreonies. How many there are now? Yep. Wait, are we missing one? Uh, hope not. I thought we got another one that was above Eric the other day. Ah, oh, shit. Maybe we're okay. Let's take <laughs> here, Dean. Let's uh talk <laughs> about these stickers for this month, and let me let me double check. Because I was like, oh, so and so is new, and you're like, yeah, they are, because they were right above Eric. Uh, yeah. So the OFAC sticker, the new this week base sticker. I still haven't done that yet. I need to do it right now. And the small talk sticker, super cool. Yeah, um, the new this week base sticker is going to be and Dean, you're actually right, we were missing somebody. Um, I think I had edited it on an older version of the slides and I just didn't. Yeah, I made this week's one, I didn't update it. But the new this week base sticker is going to be a benefit for the $15 tier. Um, so yeah, if you're in the $15 tier, you will get that sticker. And um, so that small talk sticker is not going to have the white. It is going to have the white. I just oh. didn't have the uh, the like, crop down version. Chris. This is what that sticker looks like right here. I was going to make a joke. but No, please go ahead. I, I think I know the joke, but go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say we should edit out. <laughs> I, that's the joke that I thought you were going to make. But I love being so much, dude. I I, we all miss him. I, I was like, I was kind of bummed that by the time the sticker released, because we some of you buy them in advance. Um, yeah. Obviously, he's taking a hiatus, but uh, that's what we do. Okay, Dean, let's go back to the Patreonies, and uh, thank you for calling me on that one. Yeah, all right. Ben Porter, Griffin Campbell, John Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, Leo Hernandez, King Louie, Mark Pearson. Sweet Danny Lee, Dean Martin, Stephen Cred, Jason Nelson, Big Old Fern, King Zag the Fifth, or is Venable, it- not not the fifth. If you're listening, oh, you're, you're right. Network, it's it's not the fifth. I don't know why people keep saying that. Uh, well, because five is usually the fifth. That's my fault. Caesar Mariquin, Eddie Mendez, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez, Stephen Pritchard, Sean Yancey, Scott Bradley, Jesse Contreras, and Steve and Maria. Sweet, sweet angels. Sweet angels, all of them. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. We'll get it fixed for next week. Uh, the two tiers that we have are the $5 Sweet Angel stickers sent straight to your door and access to Ox After Dark Rewind. $15 tier is the certified crispy certificate on your first pledge. A free sculpt painted by Darkside Customs once per year. Assistance with a figure fix by myself and all the benefits of each of the previous tiers. Um and also, every once in a while, we'll, we'll produce a special sticker for the $15 tier. The last one was the I Quit the Show sticker. This month, it's the uh, the larger base sticker. So definitely some good benefits there in the $15 tier. We do have a mailing address, Collecting Weekly 5886 Days of Valor Road, Suite 102, box number 292, San Antonio, Texas 78249. If you want to send us any mail, that is a place to do it. We are on Facebook at Collecting Weekly Auxiliary, and uh, we have... Uh, we have a, a good time there. Uh, Eddie says, where is the WADA tier? We have everything designed for it. We just don't know what to price it at. I, and This is my idea. Tell me, let's talk. Let's talk. Too much. Because Ian does fantastic work painting. Uh-huh. Uh, I think we should keep the $15 tier the same. 
Oh. And either make a ten dollar tier and move the crispy that way and make the fifteen dollar what a or move the painting to a higher tier. Um and then you know do the bonus sticker for the higher tier as well. And that'll be what a what do you think? I'll be honest, not a big fan. Um I think that the the certificates are kind of a pain to make because we have to both sign them and it's, yeah. yeah. And then all of that, but we have to mail them in a really big mailer. This is what I have right now. It's not obviously this is not I'm not saying that we're launching yeah, it. And this. We also, you know, you guys can ch- chime in too what you guys think. So um people asked for a more expensive tier in the Patreon chat. They said they wanted to put a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh we have uh five and fifteen, so we could do twenty. Um, 25 was just what I thought was the uh, sign collecting weekly silhouette print, which is something we would print out and sign, uh, and then doubles of all the stickers we send every month. So you get two of each sticker instead of one. But again, this is super rough. Obviously, like we're not launching it yet. Uh, we do have some other ideas, but this was back when we were playing Dungeons and Dragons. So that's from April. So ignore that. Yeah. Um, but um, I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I just think because I mean, we sent a huge box to Ian filled with head sculpts, and I feel like maybe if that wasn't a higher tier, it might not be as much work on Ian. To be fair, though, a lot of the head sculpts that we sent were for the hosts. So I mean, I had one in there. Damien sent, I think, like <laughs> quite a few. Oh Jesus. Um. Okay, but well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought the two tiers was fine, but people wanted a third option. Yeah. I don't know if we go cheaper for the water tier or more expensive. I honestly don't know. So if you're a Patreon, uh, after the show ends, we'll start that conversation with you guys in the Patreon chat. Honestly, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. But uh, I mean, we'll, we'll figure it out. There's 21 of y'all now, which is pretty good. Uh, it's 23. Is it really 23? Yeah, because uh, Jason and and uh, Eric Mer- uh, Ruiz pay outside of Patreon. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so um, it's a pretty small group of guys, which is great. Uh, but you know, as we get more popular and start, you know, adding a whole bunch more people, maybe think about stuff for future people. Like, oh, what would what would I like if I was new tomorrow? You know what I mean? So, yeah, we'll just start talking about that in the chat. Fuck those guys. They should have been Patreons earlier. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we have, uh, obviously, a network of shows. Auction is November 7th. Collected Weekly is what you're listening to now. Rarities, I have no idea what's going on with that. Honestly, tech issues and the like. Uh, Small Talk, we are recording this Thursday night uh, with Dylan. Dean, you're welcome to join. We'd love you to have. We'd love to have you there. Yeah, dude. There's a lot of three and three Star Wars stuff I want to talk about. The joy of hobbying is the show that I do on my own, and it's just a little bit of hobbying here and there. I think I'm gonna maybe try to pick up one of these Gengars to actually record the build process. Only fools in collecting. That is uh, Ian, Pete, and Steve. Uh, their episode is uploading Thursday. I was. Uh, a- it was a long episode, dude. That's a, a three-hour show. Yeah. I, I had a bunch of stuff I had to do that day, and I was like, oh, I'll only be an hour. Dude, new this week took an hour. 
Dude, I I mean, to be fair, they record every other week, so they got a lot of stuff to talk about. So, yeah, damn, it was it was a lot of fun though. I had a lot of fun. They're really um, guys. yeah, collecting comics. They're recording this Friday. I think it's releasing on Monday or Sunday uh, after dark. I think we're doing it Wednesday, Dean of this week. Yeah, and then creeps are us. Uh, Manny's going to work on scheduling a show for that for Halloween week. But yeah, we have a we have a full host of shows to fill all your collecting needs. Um, Jason Nelson's asked, so how many months of the year do you have to be in the fifteen dollar tier to qualify for the head painting? Uh, I believe it's four months of membership. Yeah, that way people don't just pay fifteen bucks and then split. But uh, yeah, Dean, I think it was a good show this week. I think. Uh, do we have an idea of what the movie's gonna be for next week? Something I know I'm gonna like, please. Let's watch Hereditary again. <laughs> um, I guess Dean, you have the call since uh, it's been a while since you've picked. So have we put picked, it on. Have we picked the Dragon Ball movie yet? Yes. Which one? Broly. Damn it! I was gonna say that. Okay. Oh, you know what might be fun, dude? The Sonic movie. Dude, let's do that because I actually haven't seen it. Okay. <laughs> I own it, but I haven't seen it. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. So I'm the like... live-action Sonic movie from 2019 is the movie of the week. Uh, and we'll watch that, and we'll get back with you guys. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but I—I I mean, you should, you should buy it. It's good. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Anyways, guys, great show tonight. I'm Zach. I'm Dean. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.